Welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today I am joined by two very fun, awesome guests. I am joined by Adam and Devin of the podcast The Great American Scream. Thank you, Adam and Devin, for coming on. Woo! <laughs> thank you for having us. We're really excited. <laughs> uh, th- yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, would you all please uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get into today's topic? Sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Adam O'Connell. Uh, I am the co-host of The Great American Scream, uh, along with Devin, and we are a horror culture and comedy podcast. Uh, we've kind of become like a horror 101 podcast, so if you're kind of dipping your toe into not just a horror film culture, but kind of like horror pop culture in general for the first time, you can come check us out. <laughs> Yeah, I am Devin Wright. I'm the other co-host. I'm kind of the bad boy of Great American <laughs> Scream, some would say. Uh, others would say I'm like the sexy one, uh, that I'm super strong, and I have really big muscles. Uh, that's the things you got to know about me. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, Adam, you want to let him... Uh, st- okay, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. No, Adam. yeah, All I right. think uh, that's, yeah, that, that's, that, that's fair enough. Let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you two so much for coming on. Uh, people might already be familiar with Adam's voice because he is—he was on previous episode with Dustin and I to talk about the opening scene to every Scream movie, which was a lot of fun and got a lot of nice compliments about that episode. And I'm ready to be even sillier. <laughs> a yes. staple, a staple episode. Yes, and today we are here for another special topic episode. Uh, we are doing a build your own cabin in the woods little game B- here y o c i t w right bring i bring w special episode podcast s-e-p starring chris hemsworth s-c-h i'm just waiting for someone to do like the trademark trademark like you do on your show but yeah i guess oh yeah quick quick trademark you guys have those four seconds to take it yeah, the, like it also that could say for build your own cabin in the woods or bring your own cabin in the woods, however you want to do it. Uh, yeah, Storebot's <laughs> fine. Yeah, we also know that the transportation is an issue in this universe. Like maybe you don't have access to enough barter gas to get all the way to the cabin. <laughs> gas. Maybe you need to <laughs> topical, topical. <laughs> yes, thank yes. you, thank you. Barter gas is one of the greatest lines in in cinema history, <laughs> and it's something I would need to bring up. I'm hijacking this podcast. It's not mine, but I'm hijacking it. <laughs> when they say it is an incredible series of lines, and it is, uh, I don't think this gas pump takes credit cards. And then the weed guy says, I don't think this gas pump knows what money is. I think it's barter gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, that's right. The The game is from the titular movie, The the Cabin in the Woods, uh, from 2011-2012, depending which release date you want to go with. But uh, yes, this was... Uh, thank you, Devin, for that awesome segue, by the way. Uh, this, of course. <laughs> this, uh, this was <laughs> actually a special topic that was requested uh, during my little recording hiatus. Katie of the Instagram account, The Haunted Outfit, which I highly recommend everybody to follow The Haunted Outfit on Instagram. Uh, Katie uh, put in a little request to do a what would you do in a horror movie special topic episode. And I kind of took my own creative, um, I don't know, creative spin on it and decided to go with instead of being 
a final girl in a horror movie and what I would do in a scenario. I want to go, what if I was the villain? Actually, what if I'm crafting my own cabin in the woods? So that is what we are going to be doing today. We will each be uh, building our own cabin in the woods, uh, explaining uh, where it's at, like what our cabin is, who our victims are, why they will be coming there. Uh, where we would have our hidden place of trinkets, the types of monsters those trinkets will summon, and the other two will kind of just be poking fun at it and just kind of having a good time with it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. this is an exciting spin because I feel like usually people, I get asked like, oh, how would you survive a horror movie or what would you do in a horror movie? And my answer is I would simply die. Like (laughs) my roommate and I are making our way through the Final Destination movies right now and we're like, these people's will to live is off the charts. Right. (laughs) There's trouble. Yeah, that's true for this movie too. Mm-hmm. to survive um so it's nice to instead of uh facing that reality of being able to go okay now i get to not only be the villain but but orchestrate the demise of of my dear dear friends be the lab technicians <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the job that i would want to have right like if i had to have a fantasy job it would be working in the cabin in the woods underground lab it just seems like not only it seems like a very non-hostile workplace <laughs> everybody seems to really enjoy their job well yeah, until things go not south. Not the end there. No, not the end yeah. there. But, like, when you meet in the beginning, and like, not and the whole taking... premise. <laughs> they're, wait, like... okay, wait. Yeah, sure, they're, they're not talking about the drama that happened, like, between shifts, between, like, Wanda and Jolene, but they are taking bets <laughs> no. on how the children will die. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why it's a fantasy job in this world. Okay. <laughs> In this world where it's going on, I'm just so saying that you, it, it the seems... fantasy is the killing children. That's the thing. Listen, for you it seems that is like a, it seems like a, a much more amicable workplace than most workplaces I've worked in. Is all I'm saying. Okay, fair. Okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming are we all uh, familiar with with this movie, The Cabin in the Woods, right? Extremely intimately, intimately. I can I can see that Devin's bursting at the a... seams to to talk about. I this. haven't watched this film in so long. I don't know if I've watched it in its entirety ever it's a a damn good film it's so good you're in it at one point brucker or buckner oh yeah because they summon you and your family (laughs) so that part's good yeah we we, Um, we got a nice little check for that i talked to (laughs) still making residuals yeah that's good that's good uh we already talked about the barter gas um (laughs) which i did write down in my notes uh it's also just like I die for any movie that has stupidly deep lore, especially when so little of it is explained. Like that is my whole shit mm-hmm. is like there's definitely some there's a series of lectures on YouTube where a guy teaches his friends about Animorphs over the course of four hours. Wow. And I feel like Cabin in the Woods is the kind of French like movie I would watch a four hour lecture about. From like a big nerd oh yeah who loves the movie too much yeah. i while i was so like good. coming up with my my cabin i did go and i looked on like the cabin in the woods wiki and i looked at like the list of monsters and there's so many like tragedies of like that we don't get to see this these monsters in action we don't get yeah. to see that little gnome boy that has the axe mm-hmm. i don't even know if his like little frame makes it into the film but it's like a six-year-old boy in a gnome costume with an axe and we never get to see what he's Ugh. about there's also so many little moments like that and so many moments that are 
touchstones culturally that we forget are from this movie. The evil is defeated is from this goddamn movie. And yeah. I forgot about it until I saw it. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. The guy with the axes in his head, who I love, by the way, <laughs> I think he deserves his whole th- his whole franchise just oh. about him. Oh, the guy that with like, I like the saws, him. He's sexy. The, 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 the yeah. Hellraiser dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's sexy. I like his cool <laughs> Rubik's sphere. Uh, maybe that guy's Rubik. Have we thought about this? Oh, of the cube. Of cube fame. Maybe he's <laughs> Rubik's son. Maybe he's Rubik's of son. Cube fame. And he tried to make a sphere, and his father wasn't having it. <laughs> and he banished his son for trying to make a Rubik's sphere. Oh my goodness. And isn't that just a metaphor for being gay? It is. <laughs> what is being gay if not being spherical to the world's cube? I need to cross out all of my notes and write about Rubik's spheres. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you two just vamp for a little bit. I'm going to want to work on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're going to workshop Rubik's sphere. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, I d- definitely feel like that there's a lot of untapped potential in this movie. Just be- and It's kind of purposeful because, you know, they... I don't think they wanted this to be like a franchise and for it to be ran into the ground because that's something that they could have very easily done. But yeah, there are so many like background monster stuff that I think would be so cool to get a some sort of like, you know, just their own spinoff or story. And I'm not going to spoil which one it is, but one of them is making an appearance in my little scenario that will detail. Ooh, um, so is it the if no, it's not the mermaid because that that would have been too easy. <laughs> that would be too easy. But uh, yeah, feel uh, feel free to be as derivative as as you want to just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to take yeah. this little part from it. The the merman had his moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm going to put our names into a random list generator and to spit out the order that we will go in today. And it looks like we will be going Adam, Devin, and then me. Ooh, yeah. okay. All righty. Well, this was <laughs> an exciting assignment. Is <laughs> if if you uh, choose to accept. Um, I just before we get started, I just also want to I just want to give one more thank you to Katie of the Haunted Outfit and kind of plug her Instagram real quickly. She has a really fun art Instagram. She will read kind of like these uh, Fear Street and Point Horror. Uh, you know, uh, YA books and she will design outfits for those characters and that is what her fun little horror themed uh, art Instagram page is about so everybody check out the haunted outfit and Katie's a really cool person yeah her account is super cool Adam whenever you are ready tell Devin and I about the adventure about to go on okay so uh this is an exciting assignment to me, as as a as a forever DM, uh, I am a seasoned expert in creating situations to torture my friends. Um, <laughs> and anybody who knows me, listens to our show, is probably anticipating the direction this is going. Uh, but uh, I decided to to shake it up just a little bit. Um, okay, so long story short, gentlemen, it turns out that uh, third shift at Six Flags was paying a pretty livable wage with pretty generous benefits uh this summer <laughs> okay um you yep. figured might as well grab it you know the overnight custodial shift um you've yeah. both uh, you taken know, some jobs and all that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've both taken some jobs as third shift custodial uh with a livable wage and generous benefits um i'll take it responsible for such things is like cleaning all the puke up off the ground that the day 
janitors didn't get to. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, that old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> you know all, the, um, all, the, all that puke that the day janitors don't clean up? That they just leave? <laughs> well, they just go, oh, the night guy will get it. Go, the one. night guy will get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, emptying popcorn things and other stuff that you do in overnight shift at Six Flags. Um, and, it's, you know, it's gearing up to be the busy season again. People are traveling again. Uh, so you're anticipating big summer. Big summer at Six Flags this year. Um, however, <laughs> on this particular evening, uh, it was a slow day in the park. It's a Tuesday. It was kind of rainy. You know, you kind of had a light crowd in the park. Um, so you two were the only two scheduled for third shift. It's you two and the park. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You are making your usual rounds uh, backstage of the park, though. Uh, and you notice that there is a large storage shed back there that's usually closed by the time that you get back there. Usually maintenance locks it up. Uh, and it's usually where the park's lost and found items are, are left throughout the day uh, that, that don't get picked up by guest services. Um, so there's a couple of things in there uh, when you, you go to investigate. Uh, apparently some child has dropped a Bugs Bunny plush. Pug- Bugs Bunny Six Flags, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, or yeah. my whole thing's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Your um, Six Flags uh, in this scenario. Um, yes, in this scenario, even even if Bugs Bunny's not Six Flags, in this scenario... He's there Bugs now. Bunny's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a, a very... There's a, some child uh, obviously dropped a Bugs Bunny plush. Oh. Uh, there's a very uh, nice-looking pair of Coach sunglasses. Uh, there is a bag of that sawdust stuff that they used to clean up puke that I guess somebody left back there. Obviously, a guest didn't lose that. A guest brought uh, that? <laughs> uh, probably not, but maybe they want to be proactive about it. Is it? And then also, wait, can I yeah? can I roll an investigation check? Do I have yeah. my bag of sawdust, or is that my bag of sawdust? No, you have a bag in your little cart. You have a bag of sawdust. Um, so it's not this mine. is an additional it's not yours okay yeah, you, it's, it, this it is an any... unclaimed bag of sawdust <laughs> i do like the whole like hand padding thing like i'm looking for my keys where's that bag of sawdust yeah you have okay. your you have your bag of okay oh i feel it right there um, okay and there's also the, the last kind of thing left on the lost and found table there is a uh on-ride photo from king to ka but nobody's in the car Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh spooky <laughs> These are the things that you see on this table. Uh, um, I guess you could choose one to begin with. <laughs> I am going for those coach glasses because my my girlfriend will, if I give her something really nice, she'll stay with me. So I'm going to pick those up. And, okay. Kind uh, of a, in a this fantasy. Uh, <laughs> okay. in, this, in this fake world where Bugs Bunny is I forgot she is going life. to listen to this episode 100%. In this fantasy where I am... <laughs> Or our relationship is hanging by a uh, bubble gum and shoestring. I need these uh, <laughs> pair of coach glasses, sunglasses, so that you stay with me. So I'm picking those up. Okay. Um, Smart. So um. the the. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. Devin, go ahead. Say what you pick up. <laughs> oh yeah, I would pick up the bag of sawdust because I know Gerard didn't clean up that that pile of puke over by El Toro, even though okay. I saw it on my way in, and I told him that he should if he was being nice. But he told me that he didn't have his sawdust bag. So I'm thinking that sawdust bag is Gerard's. <laughs> That's Gerard's sawdust bag. Okay. So the coach sunglasses, um, I, 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 I'm trying to figure out if I should DM this or just say, I'm going to DM it. 
as like you pick up the coach sunglasses, you uh, begin to hear the sound of what I guess sounds like guests walking through the park, which is interesting because it's quite far past closing. Um, and when you go to investigate, you see it's an uh, all-night grad group. De- people, <laughs> people that are definitely dressed like an affluent family from New Jersey, um, but who are also zombies, uh, and they do not look happy with their visit today and would like to speak to guest services about tickets <laughs> on another day and they are very ready to take it out on you you know oh, there's no. kind of like there's the zombie mom who's obviously the one missing the coach sunglasses they're not dressed for a theme park like she's got like heels on and she complained about them all day even though she wore heels to the theme park <laughs> uh the dad has got she's like, walking a- around barefoot by the end of the day with heels in her hand yeah, the the dad is like a drunk pack, woman, but the fanny pack's full of blood. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, spooky! A waterproof fanny pack. Yeah, um, and then there's kind of two zombie kids with them too, who uh, are crying because they are cranky and tired and didn't get their midday nap, uh, and they are very ready to take it out uh, oh, no. on the two of you. And uh, Devin, you picked up the sawdust, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. From the other end, okay. From the other <laughs> end of this, 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 this uh, pathway, uh, you begin to hear what sounds like another janitor cart rolling. Um, squeaky, squeaky. Uh, just just like the, for- <laughs> the foreboding kind of rattle of of, of loose janitor cart wheels, uh, <laughs> and you see uh, what looks like imagine a centaur, but the top half is a is an old janitor, and the bottom half is his janitor cart. Uh, this is oh Craig, the lead janitor, who is half man, half janitor cart. Uh, who Craig, is using, what did they do to you? <laughs> who is using using like brooms and mops to kind of push himself along, uh, and has a cart just full of deadly chemicals and weapons with which to to punish you. <laughs> okay, so Brucker got a family who happened to also be zombies, and I got a bloodborne boss. <laughs> what you're saying to me? Yeah. Well, I, I think I would like to think that you 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 both work on these foes together, but I, yeah, I, it depends on your yeah. approach. So I think that uh, we could get together. I think that we could reason with the family. Well, not really. We could try to at first because he said that they're, okay. they're wanting a a refund. Is that right? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, they don't look happy with their visit today. Yeah. So um, um, you 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 don't know if if they understand like English or in human speak, yeah. or if it's just groans. <laughs> um. But they, you get the vibe. You've gotten mm-hmm. this vibe from guests before of like yeah. we're gonna try and raise um, our ways into a refund. I guess I guess I'll start with just like well, the Mrs. Uh, Coach sunglasses. I'm sorry, I don't have that authority, <laughs> but can I offer you a discounted coupon for our uh, refreshments? Uh, <laughs> it'd be a photo. It'd be a photo pass. A photo pass. Uh, <laughs> she would really probably want a refund, and the problem is we can't give a refund even if we wanted to, because you know Jen and guest services is really strict about that. And like, the thing is, when you tell a woman like that, "Oh, I can give you tickets to come on another day," she's gonna say something like, "Is the service gonna be just as shitty then?" Like she's she's just gonna yeah, that's precisely really what she's gonna it. say back to you. Yeah. Also, she's gonna yeah. tell you that like, oh, her family, you know. They they have to get on a plane in two hours, um, because that's always what they <laughs> right, say when for, they complain to you at a theme park. Yeah, for lit for little uh, Lene's uh, Michigan State audition, we didn't mention that these kids are seventeen and they they <laughs> didn't have their midday nap. 
they're, they're, they're the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. from Final Destination 3, and this is like their high school, like graduation yeah. roller coaster yes. ride. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And the. And the mom also has a big bear trap that she's gonna throw <laughs> and stick into your back. I think. Yeah, I mean, and there. So it's kind of a combination of all of these factors and their their hunger for human flesh, um, which was probably not satisfied during the day. So, uh, Devin, I think once we find out that uh, they can't be reasoned with coupons, um, we got to somehow lure them onto a ride and just let the ride just keep going so they're trapped on one of the little carts i think that's and just wait till sunrise i think that's the best plan of action here i have the perfect thing hit me uh jersey devil is canceled they stopped building it and instead they put in a new ride called mr bones wild ride you can't get off of it so if we just put them on that perfect they'll really want to get off when we were talking about Mr. Bones Wild Ride, that it was probably in a Six Flags somewhere if it had to be in a park. <laughs> definitely. But to be fair, it wouldn't be at Great Adventure. Mr. Bones Wild Ride is definitely at like a Six Flags America. Okay. Like right next to the two Vacoma boomerangs. <laughs> yeah. So, the it, two okay, identical I... Vacoma boomerangs. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I think that's a re- that's a reasonable approach for the zombie family from New Jersey, um, but you do what still are we have do about this ding dang centaur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig the lead janitor. <laughs> that guy's still rolling around. Janitor centaur, uh, who I guess you don't know why he's mad, but like, isn't the janitor lead always mad? Right. About something. I think he's just misunderstood. Yeah, Nobody dancing. Is, uh, why? Yeah, he uh, he wants to be called custodian. I think that's like why he's so upset. Uh, I think <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's okay, waiting okay, for that promotion okay. or, or not really promotion. He's head of custodial services. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's he's kind of got uh, two like and he <laughs> spray bottles of, of various mystery chemicals, but you... something that's that's intense enough to clean up a theme park so with you imagine yeah, it would do some damage with the yeah. sawdust that we are equipped with because we are also okay. other uh custodians here can we neutralize yeah, we know his ways any of these uh, okay. uh chemicals or acids with that just i mean just maybe you up. could like like do what's that thing that they do in movies where they toss like dust or sand in somebody's face pocket to, like, sand <laughs> just pocket sand yeah uh, yeah you could pocket sand him with the sawdust uh, and perhaps make a narrow escape, but th- that doesn't kill him, or it, it doesn't kill that, him. That's a it, he is still going. That, that's a temporary him. thing. So, are we just running around? I'm trying to think. I of... think, I think we have. I to wouldn't find run a way downhill because he wanna... does have wheels. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> that would put you I, disadvantage. I actually think we do bring him down a hill because I, my passive perception, one of my one of my skills <laughs> as a janitor rogue multiclass is that <laughs> I have really good hearing. And I could tell that his cart that he got fused with uh, is that one. You know it, Brucker. It's the one that's usually like three rows back because nobody ever takes it and where we keep all the carts. Yeah. And the back left wheel is super wobbly. We've been telling Craig, actually, funny enough, to put some <laughs> WD-40 on it and kind of tighten it up. Um, so if we get him fast enough down a hill, <laughs> he's going to lose control. <laughs> he's going to wipe out. Yeah, yeah. The okay, so, if you manage to lure Craig down a hill, uh, and get his 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 back left wheel to pop off, he's now. I guess he's now prone. Uh, you have. Oh, you okay, have, like, he has half movement speed. We he's could, down, but I feel like <laughs> so. we should p- try to pocket sand him again. You know, after he's lost that wheel, Ooh. 
just just you know like just to disorient him and then put him on cinder blocks and just take the wheels off <laughs> oh. oh just kind of leave him in impound yes <laughs> <laughs> What a strategy. cruel fate. Yes, um, because it, we have it's, cinder it's... blocks at Six Flags because, you know, um, we have to build stuff on the fly sometimes. And we have yeah. to take care of uh, the people who crossed the mob. Yes, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> Is you, are you banking on the zombie family disintegrating when the sunlight happens? Or is that sort of like the day, the morning guy will get it? Open, <laughs> that's well, I mean, like, problem. I'm kind of putting on <laughs> well, the morning Well, Jen's guy. not in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand that she has a lot of issues with her with her stay, but, you know, our manager's not actually in at the moment, and we don't have the... We can send an email, and they can try to follow up, but, you know, it is 3 a.m., and you are a, a, an undead person. Yeah, which so email do you are a dead person for you? <laughs> <laughs> I think these are both fair and valid um uh, fair, uh, fair, fair and valid ways to vanquish these monsters. I will say, uh, I am uh, the the other two that I had. Uh, the the, the yes, Bugs I want, Bunny. I want about the other two. Yeah, the Bugs Bunny plush would have summoned uh, a <laughs> a giant photo negative Bugs Bunny mascot costume. Uh, that's basically just the falls from the Disney mirror ritual, just full of yellow bile and intent on. <laughs> Dragging oh, you disgusting. down in any way possible. I'm picturing um, like but, a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. Yep. Yeah, similar similar situation. Um, but <laughs> I uh, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't pick up the the King Ka picture because that would have uh, <laughs> that would have summoned King Ka, the sentient killer roller coaster car who stalks you and follows you around, intent on kidnapping you and then running you down King Ka to your doom. Kind of a Christine situation. Uh, where the, okay. the, the king, the, the roller coaster car is able to derail and stalk you. That's fun. That's fun for the kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you, yours, yours kind of had a, at least two of them had like a theme of wheels. I like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, can't outrun wheels, baby. <laughs> I, I'm a little, can, but... I'm a little disappointed in myself that I didn't think of like running into like a fun house or something like that. But I guess that's what a dumb person mm. would do in a horror movie. Yeah, it is a horror that, movie move li- to run into a hall of mirrors. Yeah, I was about to say hall of mirrors that. I mean, even when not under threat of death, I, those things confuse the hell out of me. <laughs> so, Don't they have that one ride at Six Flags? It's like a, a you, it's like walk in and the house turns upside down or something. I think it's at Six Flags. Hell yeah, England. it's a great ride. It's a Houdini yeah, it's a great something? Ride. Is that it's what it's a, called? It's supposed to be Houdini, and it's literally just like a basically a boat ride, but okay. it's trying to be Haunted Mansion because the walls stretch, and then... Uh, okay. The whole thing spins around, and you do go upside down. That that ride that ride slaps actually. Okay, so that that is a strategy, I guess. If not a house of mirrors, then a strategy perhaps for that. what? <laughs> <laughs> to what end? I don't know. Uh, strategy to disorient. for chaos. When you run out, when you run out of pocket sand, uh, you need another disorient. You're just hoping tactic. that Craig gets mesmerized by the marvel of modern <laughs> ride technology. I want to give you. I want to. I want to give you credit for for, for that monster. Thank I like you. it a lot. Yeah, Thank very you. good monster design. Um, he would thrive on the creative team. Uh, <laughs> if he worked out his maybe anger about being a centaur card. <laughs> yeah, he's been jaded for so long. He didn't realize that there was so much. There was so much magical amusement going on around him, and we can open his eyes. Well, yeah. Well, no, because 
they never, you know, they went, oh, Greg's the custodian, you know, he's been here forever, but he doesn't know the creative side of things. And Greg has a lot of good ideas. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you shouldn't basket those. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the that's that's the thesis of my, I guess, <laughs> not Cabin in the Woods, but Six six Flags Off the Highway. <laughs> I, I, I would watch this movie 100%. I, I would watch this. I really like this a lot. I do want to say yeah, me too. I love the uh, hidden room of trinkets being the lost and found because there's, there's yeah. a... I will discuss at the end of this, but there's a handful of places I almost went with, and I just went, eh, it'll be the lost and found. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that uh, somebody brought brought that up because I did not land yeah. on that. So I feel like lost and found. Also, was just a great Six Flags. If you're if you're angry about this, um, this was not your park. It's actually spelled S Y X. Six Flags. It's actually it's not called, your park. It's sex Flags. Don't worry. It's 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 not your it's not your park. I'm talking about an entirely different non-trademark, okay. non-relatable city because they're already mad at us for the title of our show. I'm sure. But <laughs> so. it could be right. your park if you want it to. If you wanted mm. it to be, it could be. This all could right, be yours. sharks. <laughs> sharks. I'm looking for one million dollars. <laughs> this could be yours if you really wanted it. But also, if you're angry, then it's definitely not. Yeah, so mine's, you know, mine's more structural, uh, more so than than a narrative. So uh, we have, what is it, one, two, three, four, like five, five people all called, you two included. You guys get a text from your mom saying to, like, come back home to your, to your home in suburbia. And you, okay. you know, you go home. And I'd like to make a note that this in. is exactly how Devin started the D and D campaign that he DM'd for me. <laughs> it was Monster of the Week. Also, um, oh, cool, yeah. Also, are we like siblings? Are we going back to the same home, or are we going to our respective homes? No, no, no. You're all going to the same home. Gotcha. Okay. Because oh, okay. like, because the twist is, you never had a home or a family. These are just five strangers, but you're all coming home. So Ooh. you, you, there was you never get a home. home. There's never a, the call's you know not what? coming from inside the house. <laughs> what's what's Chris Hemsworth's character's name? Uh, Whatever it is, he's Jock. Like, I don't think, I don't think he even has a home. At the end of the movie, he doesn't even have a cousin. He yeah. has a cousin. Great. Yeah. Uh, so you go home and you step inside and you realize, oh look, it's your uh, two other family members and dad is there also. Look, oh, it's okay. Your dad. And uh, they're all sitting around the coffee table, and in front of you is uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of different board games. Oh, and so okay. There's a, and they're not the board games; they're just random shit from them, because okay. you guys just pulled out the board game box, and there's just and a just bunch of them? shit in it. Oh, so. Easy. There's a little, there's a red, there's a red like little light that isn't connected to anything. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there's just a thimble, just a rogue thimble. Okay. Uh, there's a card with a number on it, but not like a card, like not like a deck of cards card, just like has a number on it, because <laughs> that's okay. how you All move right. pieces in a game without. Uh-huh. There's no way to do it with some sort of die. So you have to have cards. Okay. Um, kind of like candy. There's man. a, there's yeah. a trouble TM Papamatic. I wonder what that oh, no. one's for. <laughs> and uh, 
there's a wanted poster for a guy with a with a with white hair and uh and a mustache. Uh so so what do you guys uh oh there's also just a p uh, there's a candy cane. Uh there's some other stuff there too. There's also uh yeah yeah, we'll go just with those. What what do you guys want to get? I have a feeling that I know that I maybe know and this apologies for metagaming, but I feel like I maybe know what the red light is for. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, pick yeah. that one. Oh. Yeah, when you when you touch that one, you hear it lights up and you hear the most frightening sound you've ever heard in your life as the closet door opens and a big man who's naked comes out and he's got a bunch of holes in him. <laughs> and he's got oh, a funny no. bone and a, and oh, a spare no. rib. <laughs> Oh no! He starts pulling out bones and throwing them at you because he's the guy from Operation. He's on the the offensive here. He's using them as weapons. That's fantastic. He's taking taking his shit back, you know? (laughs) Uh, So that one's Operation. And every time Uh, a bone hits you, he still buzzes? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay. He buzzes really whenever it's necessary for a jump scare, when you touch one of his bones. When it's convenient to the just plot. really all the time. Okay. Uh, right. what do you what do you want, Brucker? Wow. Um, first off, really great box of trinkets right here. I am very intrigued yeah. by the what? Uh, not the thumbnail. The what's it called? The thimble. Thimble. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very very intrigued by the thimble. Ah. Uh, yeah, when you touch the thimble, uh, there's a, another closet. You know how your living room has two closets? and <laughs> My living, uh, room, my living you, room does have two closets. <laughs> you, have the, you hear the jingling of various coins, and then you hear what you think is maybe a dog bark and a rev of a race car, and oh, no. the co- closet door busts open, and it's Uncle Pennybags from Monopoly. <laughs> and, and, and at his... And much like in Henry the Fourth, I think opening monologue, uh, at his heels, leashed in like hounds, uh, stand the the race car, the dog, and the thimble, crouched for employment. <laughs> is, is and they're is made he of just metal. Normal? Oh, they're all made of metal. Is Uncle Pennybags also made of metal? No, he's a man. He's a human. <laughs> oh, flesh he's just man. a dude. Okay. He's your uncle. Oh, oh, okay. Is he an ally? He has no. the power of capitalism. Which is, yeah, on which his is side, what makes him evil, and also metal servants that he can sick on you. Wow, this is, this okay. is quite. So I picked like the heavy. It seems like that's uh that's a that's a pretty. <laughs> I mean, the operation man is also pretty. pretty okay, large. so so with the operation minions. man, I, is yeah. there like a? Can I take his batteries like... out? Mm. I mean, it's a it's a solid option. The thing is, whatever you do, you're gonna have to be very careful. So you don't want to touch I was going to the... ask, you know how, like, when you have the fireplace tools, there's, the like, the giant one that's, like... The poker? I mean, essentially, like, a big pair of tweezers that you can pick up logs with. The one with. that's oh. totally useless, yeah. Yeah, okay. The one that can is a I, fire hazard, yeah. <laughs> can I pick... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up that. I think that's my first strategy. And... Okay. Just start catching... Well, A, just start... Because ca- I'm trying to go for a tweezer-adjacent situation. A, just start catching... Uh the the bones that he's throwing at me uh within 
my oh my my big tweezers, um, and then I'm gonna th- <laughs> throw them back at him <laughs> and try and hit his big clown nose. And then oh so, <laughs> I think I think what might be a good strategy too is to mm-hmm. instead of throwing the bones back at him because we realize that won't work, right, Devin? Or will they work? I don't know. I mean, I mean, you can try. I, you know, there's a few different options that I had for like the operation man. Like, how do you stop him? You know. Okay. Do you like try to slot back in the different things into the different mm-hmm. stuff, like the the Charlie horse and the I already said funny bone, the broken heart and the Adam's apple. Like, do you just try mm-hmm. to put them all back in, or do you just try to take them down? You know. He okay. So when he came out of this closet, he. He had everything in him, right? So he is actively choosing to remove them from himself and throw them at me. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's trying to get them away and you have to put them back. Oh, That's what I'm thinking. But also the whole thing with Operation, right, is that you, you sell – okay, you don't sell the organs. You get paid for <laughs> using them. But that's kind of what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> I was thinking we could take the bones that he's throwing at us and hold on to them and then build a man, a helper – and then, ah, and then it will be his. It'll be his. Uh, 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 what's it called? Operation <laughs> Bizarro, and he his will help take us. So the bones will attack the flesh. The nega oh, I like operation. that a lot. <laughs> yes. And then the soul will, <laughs> will come as well. That's a good strategy, and uh, I can't remember when you play Operation. Is the broken heart the last thing you remove, or is it just a random? I hundred percent like, never play yeah. that game right. I don't think there's a way to play. I think it's more of a Calvin ball. You just kind of do what you want. Just distract the kiddos. Okay. Yeah. Then like yeah, any, I think my stru- there are no surviving copies of the instructions to operation. <laughs> they were all lost. Yeah, they were I hoping strategy... that the Dead Sea Scrolls would have them, but. Oh, also is is his his nose is a light bulb? Yes. Yes, big and red. So, <laughs> so if I like. No, because he runs on batteries, right? I was thinking if I kill the power, uh, will that take him yeah, down? Yeah, I think that but... would just leave you in the dark. I think that would be very scary. Then the <laughs> right. only light in this it's, it's cinematic. Is, yeah. Yeah, it's the red light of his nose, and it's glinting off of the dog metal homunculus that's yeah, also gnawing at you. Yeah, if I was directing <laughs> this, that's what I would do. Um, then, yeah. yeah, maybe and while he's distracted by his, his anti-operation man, uh, then go go in the back for his battery pack so that he can't buzz his nose anymore and therefore loses all power <laughs> yes okay you can no longer That's harm good. me you can't buzz anymore all right what are you going to do about this uh this capitalist pig uh who has dogs of war at his heels i am not sure to be honest i feel like i'm just running around the room frantically in circles uh is no... he attacking us well he's like you know, maybe uh, so. I'm I'm looking at the current eight monopoly pieces. Okay. Uh, so we've got a dog, a top hat, a thimble, a boot, a wheelbarrow, a cat, a race car, and a battleship. So all these things are coming at you. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. They're like kind of small though. You know, like the rule, like oh, would you rather like fight one uh, horse-sized dog or five? No, I think it's ducks. <laughs> one horse-sized duck, or five uh-huh. or duck-sized horses. They're all duck-sized thimbles and wheelbarrows and cats, but they're made of metal. Duck-sized. Yeah. 
because well, like, I was going to try and like commandeer the battleship together. Oh yeah, you're not. You're too big. It's you won't fit on the battleship. Okay. Hmm. Mm. This one is pretty tricky. This is like the 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 Japan uh, move from the movie where like they're like undefeated. Yeah, this one seems like an undefeated <laughs> foe. Um, mm. hmm. If I wait, will like capitalism eventually crumble on its own, and therefore I won't have to do anything? They just sit on our wallets. Uh. <laughs> not not within a system of representative electoral politics, so no. Okay, that's uh, You would so that's need some sort of direct action. Cabin. Yeah. Do we? That's something I can fix within the cabin. Wait, let's uh, let's no. let's just keep going past go. We got to figure out where he originated because that is the go spot. So we just got to keep passing go to get okay money. Can I send him <laughs> to jail? Yeah. Oh, can I send him to jail? You to can jail. send him to jail. He gets indicted for tax fraud, and you send <laughs> him to jail, and he loses. He has to try to roll doubles. <laughs> but the bastard can't because we have cards uh, with numbers, not dice, in this in yeah. this room. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I think that's. I think there could be. You know, you could try to melt down the monopoly pieces. You okay. Could, I can't get that hot. Uh, well, you personally may not be able to do that. <laughs> I think there are mechanisms that can. So that's that's my idea. Was all these board games? Um, the the I card like with the number on it is sorry. Why does sorry is that have how sorry cards works? that have numbers? Yeah, they, it's mm-hmm. just a deck of cards, and you pull them over, and like oh. fours mean you can swap positions and stuff. And the monster there would just be a big sorry pawn because those things are scary. <laughs> Imagine From that what thing I remember that sorry also had the pop dice thing, but that could be that was like the one wrong. for kids. No, that's trouble. Or that's trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of same premise. Uh, trying to and get and all in your that one, home. in that one, my whole idea for for the trouble popomatic TM is that I wanted to put you in it. I don't know how we would get you there. That's what I was hoping for. But I'd want to <laughs> put you in the popomatic and pop you. You know, oh, the no. ground opens up and kind of encloses around the cabin, and then a, a big giant hand comes down from the sky and just right, right, pops. Oh, um, that's great. I uh, the was oh uh, the wanted poster was or the picture of the guy was guess who, uh, oh. and then you would have you would have been on a big guess who board with all the things flapping down with like two two you know godly beings in it asking mm-hmm. questions, mm-hmm. and they're like asking okay. questions and flipping all the cards down i have to look up mm-hmm. uh the i my whole idea the thing that sprung this for me during our our pitch meeting on zoom a few weeks ago was i wanted to put us in a big game of mousetrap you know that um, game that nobody knew how to play but was very exciting yeah. to look at mm-hmm. <laughs> but i couldn't figure out quite how to do that i think that's what would be like in Cabin in the Woods, you have the cabin, and then you have the basement, and then you have like the lab. Mm-hmm. In my version, it would be the the house, the mouse trap, and then the lab. <laughs> you would have to go through the mouse trap to get to the lab. Um, okay. The candy cane would have summoned everybody's favorite uh, Candyland character, Grandma Nut, because that's a real character that's in. Candyland. You could have said any of them, and they would have been equally as funny. Lord Licorice, Queen Frost, the Twink one. What's his name? Uh, oh, let's let's have some fun here. Uh, who's the okay. Twink Peppermint one? Uh, Mister Mint. Oh yeah. No, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. woodcutter. King Candy, 
uh, Plumpy, Mama Ginger Tree, Princess Lolly. Lord Licorice is a scary dude. Lord Licorice is scary. I honestly would rather face the Monopoly people, even though I described how like I feel like I couldn't beat them, <laughs> than be in this fantasy hellscape that you yeah. just described, because that sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like other... a very twisted like Narnia or something. Like I don't... <laughs> mm. I'm uncomfortable. That's, I would not yeah. want to live in Candyland. No. Uh... The other one that I didn't include was just going to be like a tax bill from the IRS. And if you pick that one, you would just be forced to play the game of life. <laughs> oh, life is like Because that would be a, a punishment in and of itself. Yeah, life is a game that I always get excited about playing when I start. And then I remember how there's truly no competition or stakes. And no of escape. <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. Uh, and I also came up with the 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 people that we'd try to sacrifice so i have the cheater oh, okay. who's just who just cheats oh uh, okay the ap- the this apologist who's the person who doesn't want to piss anybody off which is the worst kind of person to play a board game with okay because uh, emotions are gonna run high just you know sue me because it's the game of life for fifty thousand dollars there's also <laughs> the the over competitive one uh, also known as my brother Eric. Um, <laughs> there's the sandbagger, who is usually me, who is very clearly in the lead, but acts as though they're not. Like, okay. says, like, Head oh, case. but I have, look, I have all this debt, but really you're just keeping that debt for interest or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then the last character is the dad who's just happy the family is all hanging out without their dang phones. Oh. <laughs> And he that's has to die last, right? Yeah, he survives. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the virgin of the group. Yeah, I like he that. He has to either survive or die last. <laughs> Everybody knows dads, famously virgins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of everyone in this group, definitely the dad is most likely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had some other ideas. I thought maybe in a big target would be fun. Uh, mm. I thought maybe you would be in a strip mall that has like five different competing grocery stores. So there would be like a <laughs> shop right and a stop and shop and a Trader Joe's and a, a, a Dagstino's and a Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah, all trying to like. Yeah, I know. I know grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. You know, grocery stores. <laughs> Oh man! And they all have like the different bags. Like some have plastic, some have paper, some have like those reusable ones. But like the plastic Ooh, ones yeah. that are most harmful for the environment are also most harmful for you because they will suffocate you. While the other ones yeah, are just they, inconvenient. They all have like very slightly different uh, uh, shopping carts. Oh yes. Yeah, enough slight. where they get mad if you bring the wrong one in, even though it was in yeah, the and like lot. they won't fit in the other person's like receptacle thing. You have an Aldi, yeah. and you have to like get the quarter to so you could get it out. <laughs> uh, you have to pay for shopping carts right? at Aldi. Yeah, well, you get your quarter back when you return the. Oh, the yeah, cart. it's a de- it's a deposit. Yeah, <laughs> I see. It's collateral. It's a damage deposit. I understand. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, that was awesome. When when you so the the little scenario that we kind of painted for ourselves with uh, Adam and I drawing the Operation Man and the um, the Monopoly gang, um, and yeah. especially with Adam getting the the fireplace instruments as weapons, I was getting and you know, us being back home playing board games. I was I 
was definitely getting some like Black Christmas vibes with this story. So I don't know if that was intentional or not, mm. but that because it felt no. like a bad Christmas. Like, oh, I was too poor to get you a board game, but here's a, a, some pieces to other board games. When you put them <laughs> together, maybe with your imagination, yeah. you can do something. Can make a board game. Do something yeah, what if we with just this? activate all of them and try and use the power of friendship to turn them into, <laughs> into one yeah. big board game? Maybe it's some subconscious thing for me because as a kid, when my brother and sister would have like regular stuff to do, I would just hang out in my basement alone. And sometimes I would pull out a board game like the game of life or Monopoly and just kind of set it up. And then, Listen, and if, then if you were that kind of, per- if that were true, if you were that kind of person, if like imagining as if I had friends to play a board game with me, <laughs> You know? I've been there. I've uh, when I was a kid, I used to play baseball by myself. So I, I know how that's <laughs> like in that's the Sonic movie. I haven't. They seen play that. baseball by themselves in this. Oh what? yeah, I saw the trail. I saw the trailer. In so the beginning, Sonic is very sad because he has no friends, so he plays baseball with himself. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> spoiler, also, spoiler, Hasbro. Spoiler. I'm just kidding. Hasbro, if you're mad about this, no, you're not. <laughs> Again, these were <laughs> no, not your not. games. Sharks. These aren't your games, but they could be sharks. Uh, I'm looking for Balls in your to build court. my human-sized Papamatic. I will need fifty-four dollars in Home Depot gift cards. <laughs> so my cabin. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll be able to craft a narrative around this. But I kind of just like have all the bullet points, and we'll just kind of see where we go from. Uh, from what I have, but I just, I went back and forth between a ton of different places, but I settled on a Spirit Halloween store. Uh, those really, ah. those really awesome yes. Halloween shops that pop up around yes. uh, October. I have been like already lo- spooky. Yes, because they just they they you see them two weeks before Halloween. Oh, like and then before, before you know it, they're gone like a whisper on the wind, you know, <laughs> like a fart in the wind. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> ah, um, so I've I really just love the idea of like a whole story taking place within one of those stores. Um, <clears throat> I also feel a little bit inspired because I watched that movie Slacks on Shutter not too long ago, and that whole movie takes place mm-hmm. in a real to- uh, retail store. But um, yeah, baby. I also thought just because I want to keep. Uh, pumping your podcast some more is um i kind of thought that, yes. th- that this would be like kind of like a fun tribute to you too because i haven't told you all this yet but um i thought that doing this would be a fun tribute because uh the episode that i first found of your podcast that got me hooked was your history of halloween episode actually so that i thought that'd That's be a, a fun tie in everybody listen to that Ooh, episode yeah any anywho. and we're almost halfway to halloween right we're this oh, is like halfway to halloween week so yeah, yeah yeah we just passed halloween um anyways so yes so my cabin is a spirit halloween store which i always have to remind myself not to say spirit of um and my victims or you two are uh coming to the store to do some halloween costume and decoration shopping but you are one of those eager beavers who uh, shows up to the store when they first open in September. Um, and that's why you're being punished. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> is a realistic yep. scenario Deserving. for me. <laughs> yes. Um, inside, you'll see you know, all the fun animatronics. They got some fog machines going. The animatronics will work as the eyes and ears for the lab. While the fog machines oh. are part of the chem department and pumping in all sorts of chemicals and scents. Oh, that's very okay. good. 
Um, yeah. And then basically the animatronics would kind of also work as kind of like little distractions and stuff. Um, so as for my trinkets, I thought it would be best to uh, go with there's hiding things in plain sight for this. So it's kind of dispersed and mi- mixed amongst. Wow. Mixed among the merchandise. Um, and I don't know if I'm thinking of Party City or Spirit Halloween, but at least in my scenario, there are dressing rooms, and those are where, like, the hidden elevators are for the monsters to summon up. okay. Because nobody tries on the Ah. Halloween costume in the store. You take it home, and you send eight photos to your friends and go, is this cute? And they go, no, and then you (laughs) go back and you exchange it. Yeah. The existence of a Spirit Halloween dressing room is deeply disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a horror movie. Because that implies... That implies that somebody takes the costume out of those gross bags, tries it on, goes no, and then puts it back in the bag. Goes yeah, back on and, the shelf. and at some point, in order to put on the costume, has to undress to a point of immodesty. Yeah. <laughs> I like have vivid memories of doing this, though, when I was a kid. So, But I think it was a party city. But, yeah, mm, I don't okay. know. Yeah. Maybe. Party cities are a whole different... You don't need to create a cabin in the woods based on party city those my, things my are cabin already was almost a party city <laughs> they those things are already the setting of the movie zathura where it's just you <laughs> step in and you are now like it's all I, the holidays <laughs> it's all the holidays at once you're also in space everything smells weird and is very close to you it's like a payless shoe store where except instead of being surrounded to the point of like soundproofing by shoes, it's random trinkets. This is an anti. There's. I'm an, I'm coming out of the closet as I'm, a. I'm coming out of the of the spirit Halloween dressing room as <laughs> anti party city. I'm a party city apologist, and my favorite liminal space in the party city is always that section in the back where all the walls and floors are painted black for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's where they put it's where they put the Halloween stuff up the during the rest sacrifices. of the year. It's just nor it's just normal merchandise, but in all black floors and ceiling and walls. So the merchandise pops. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Spirit Halloween. So, Spirit Halloween. So as you are, you know, walking through the store, kind of, you know looking for things that you want including costumes and decorations all sorts of halloween uh, accessories that you will need uh, one of the fog machines starts to pump in some um, a familiar autumn aroma what is that oh it smells like pumpkin spice lattes um yeah. uh, oh no and it draws one of you whoever is uh, has <laughs> more affinity to at least the sense of pumpkins to a weird dark corner of the of the store and you go oh look some pumpkin carving kits and you decide Ooh. to purchase one of these and when you pick it up you summon the colossal carver and it is named colossal carver because the brand name is colossal carving kit um yes <laughs> i brand synergy as <laughs> so when you summon the colossal carver they come out of the dressing rooms and i envisioned them looking like those scarecrow folks from cabin in the woods um, they okay. they rip apart the bodyguard um, that's down in the lab. Um, oh no! I think if y'all can see what I'm talking about right there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I like that guy. Yes. So that was the monster that I really liked from the movie. Anyways, um, they come and they uh, have their own 
carving kit and they uh, try to attack you, stab you, scoop out your innards and carve a little jack-o'-lantern face in your tummy. Um, okay, understandable. Aww. So that is what they're trying to do. Uh, I get the motive. Okay. And now, and then after they carve you, they put a little pumpkin uh, scented candle in your belly and now you are decoration for the store. Oh, well, that's nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> good for me. Also, not just, the, the you scent... know, the scent of awful, you know? They no, they wouldn't they wouldn't have for me, they wouldn't have had to change the scent of the fog machine to draw me in. I have a candle sitting in my living room that's scented like fog machine goop. Um (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that they would not have to put a pumpkin scented candle in you because your innards already smell like pumpkin. That's already probably valid. Uh that too. Yeah. But no, I would be drawn in by regular fog juice scent. Um Game plan for these carvers. Okay, um, I mean, I live in the Northeast, so my are they are they, are they made of pumpkin as well? No, or no, they're no, just they're, they're like scarecrows. So like they're like filled okay. with. Hey, uh. There goes my my first plan. My first plan was just to open up the front door and unleash every squirrel in the Northeast to just annihilate <laughs> them. <laughs> I had I had nine pumpkins out last year. The squirrels ate seven of them, Holy and they cow. were full size pumpkins. Um, but there was my first plan. As a okay. fellow upstate new yorker i was gonna plan to just wait until mid-november uh <laughs> for for the pumpkin to be all gross and saggy like all of our pumpkins, pumpkins end up being it's not on our gonna work porch. i know i know that now what do we okay um what is highly flammable in a halloween store everything everything <laughs> <laughs> what everything literally everything yeah Literally Every everything. single one of the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Insanely flammable. I, I bet there's at least one employee there with a lighter because Oh definitely. You're taking yeah. smoke breaks at the Spirit Halloween. I think my first plan of action would be to set them on fire, uh, because they are made of hay. Um, perhaps lighting something else super flammable in the store. Perhaps lighting an animatronic on fire, using that to establish dominance, uh, and then lighting them <laughs> ah, on fire. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. I think, you know, finding a lighter might be hard nowadays because these kids and their jewels, they don't <laughs> need these lighters anymore. Uh, vape pens. But maybe I would take one of the kids' uh, cool vape pens and and take it apart and use the 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 coils in them to start a fire underneath the scarecrow i like it okay unrelated but slightly related question what would happen (laughs) if you put fog juice in a vape pen i can't be good right i don't (laughs) some fat clouds that's what I feel like that's because I, I, I'm not a smoker, but I feel like if somebody was like, I put fog juice in this vape pen, I'd be like, I'd think about it. I don't think I would do it, but I would think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how to lure you in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, fire, fire, fire. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, fireworks, fireworks. Or not fireworks, but fireworks. Fire, fire will do. Yes. Those too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if we're in a part of the country where they sell fireworks in the store, Heck yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Alrighty. So the next little thing I have is inspired by a very spooky animatronic that they that I saw that they have for sale there. 
Um, oh, by the way, retail price for Colossal Carving Kit, $7.99. Anyways, um, so... Pretty <laughs> good. A steal. It is a steal. Yeah. That's why you would pick it up. Um, anyways, so next up is... Um, so you are, you know, looking for costumes to do. You Someone decides to cop out and just go with a clown makeup little kit. And that little trinket will summon two very spooky, scary, angry clowns to come and get you and play tug of war with your arms, pulling and I tugging, pulling, tugging, yelling at you uh, until your limbs come off. And their names, they actually have names. Their names are Skeev and uh, Chesters. <laughs> Tag yourself. <laughs> I think we found a new name for the podcast, Adam. <laughs> Steven um, Chester. So this, this I feel like, would inspire me to then commandeer my own animatronic. I'm trying to think <laughs> of which one I would go with. There is one that I enjoy that it's – perhaps you saw it in your research, but it is the clown with very long legs that is also a door. Yes. I perhaps would Oh, he's kind a of, friend. <laughs> commandeer that kind of like stilt style uh at, at get up high where i'm out of reach um <laughs> mm. or that one everybody was going crazy for last year that's like the soul sucking one that was the big guy and he lifted up the tiny child and then sucked out her soul that was a scary animatronic i don't know particularly what i would do with him um but i think i would promote some animatronic on animatronic violence uh, unless you have a better strategy Ooh. Devin. Um, I am also on the animatronic front, but I'm thinking of another static display from a classic New York Halloween locale, um, and that's the uh, recently closed Halloween store uh, two blocks south of the Strand, um, because right outside Halloween they Adventure, used to have right? very large, yeah, Halloween, sure. And they had very large <laughs> statues of Theodore and Simon from Alvin and the Chipmunks. And I they, would enlist they did. their help. Let me tell everybody about I these statues. Enlist. Oh, that's a good <laughs> oh, Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you about these statues. <laughs> these were statues of, Al, of of Simon and Theodore from not even the not first Alvin. live action Alvin and the Chipmunks. This, not Alvin. Alvin was nowhere to be found. Not even yeah. the first Alvin and the Chipmunks. This was from the one where not they were on the a second. cruise, I guess. It's like the, the vacation one. Thank you. Chipwreck. Yeah, chip, so they chip were wrecked. in their vacation regalia. They were super faded because they were old. Their eyes were yep. kind of like scratched out. And my yep. favorite part of them is both of the way they were secured in place was they both had chains wrapped around their neck and then attached to the store. Wow. And these just sat outside of this Halloween store. It giving a very foreboding message of like we are chaining them for your safety because if and, they are and also, chained, and also we lost Alvin and we will not lose any of his brothers. Yeah, that maybe means somebody stole Alvin, and Alvin. that's why they had to chain them to the store, <laughs> chain them to the store. But and I feel like in this universe they are chained for our safety, and therefore if we break those chains and just yeah. kind of unleash them. The Skeeve and Chester's are no match for sun faded. Simon and Theodore. I, yeah, I would put the Simon tablet of Achman Ra in <laughs> in the Spirit Halloween and bring the statues to life, a la Night at the Museum. That's so another would fight for me. Movie. I love that your strategy is very similar to. Um, oh my God, uh, uh, 
da- fuck, I can't remember her name. Uh, Dallas is in her name. She's uh, Ron Ron Howard's uh, daughter. Oh, Bryce Dallas. That Howard. would be Dallas Howard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, her and I love how your plan is kind of very similar to her plan in Jurassic World, where she just released like a bigger T Rex to fight the monster t-rex yeah <laughs> that is exactly That's my a crazy plan, yes. strategy she takes in that movie i think at that point she just kind of realized that like she and the park are fucked so it's like it can't hurt to release another dinosaur what's another dinosaur <laughs> on top of <laughs> she has i think out. that's the plot of every jurassic park sequel what's another dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I really like your your strategy to to, to <laughs> thank you to to enlist in the help from the other animatronics. Um, the I had like two more things, and uh, they are both uh, sort of kind of quick. One of them, oh, but just to keep up with a little gag, uh, the Skeev and Chester tug of war animatronic you could buy for four ninety nine ninety nine. Whoa! Yeah, it's a huge, that's too much money. It's a huge, huge. animatronic. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm going to try, I'm, I think I'm going to try to like snag the audio of them talking and put them in this because it is quite disturbing. You must not be pulling hard enough. I don't hear her screaming anymore. Ah, there we go. Screaming makes our work so much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. The spirit Halloween audio is insane. It the is. audio clips they record for these animatronics are the the cra- the auditory experience. The the I saw an animatronic in a store in a spirit Halloween once that I th- I had without exaggeration a two minute monologue as just one of its audio settings. Like I passed it by and it did not stop talking. It was a lot. It was a lot of words. And that was when Adam decided to go to NYU. <laughs> yeah, and it's the, uh, the monologue, monologue that I used to get into college. I bet you just like in the board meetings, we're like, all right, well, we set the price of $500. We got to give them their money's worth. Just let them talk. Just let them babble. God. Yeah, I'll keep it in. Yeah, yeah, that'll make it They actually don't it. tell you it's a secret, but if you buy, if you go into a Spirit Halloween with $500 to spend, so then you buy the animatronic, they, they will give you the store. Yeah, because you now you own the spirit wealthy Halloween. Wealthy enough to own the spirit Halloween. Well, it, well, it's, it's kind of like no gibsy backsies. Like, hey, like we. It's a curse. Because you know how like they vultured yeah, those. <laughs> how like they vultured those like stores that are closing down or whatever. It's like, yeah, we got we got the lease yeah. for twelve months, but we're only here for a month, so uh, the rest of it's yours, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh, one of the last things I had was. Uh, the trinket would be if you were to pick up and buy one of those, uh, just like the cobweb decorations, you know, those really simple things that people like to mm-hmm. a little spooky aesthetic. Uh, we do that over here in my household. Um, if you do that, a angry pack of spiders will come and swarm you and put you up in a cocoon for their uh, offspring to feast off of, which is a five foot five animatronic that they have that you can buy for one fifty nine ninety nine. So yeah, so Adam, swarm of spiders. If you could get rid of the spider children, I'm chill to be in a cocoon. <laughs> you're good. Bait. Like as long so as I'll the, the spiders are gone, you're good to just kind of be to to be held in that way. Now these yeah, are like duck sized spiders. As hell. <laughs> oh well. Um, okay. Well now. Equally, equally big can of raid, equally large. <laughs> 
You gotta have Ooh, a big old can of bug yeah. spray to work at a spirit Halloween, right? Like if I pop open the maintenance closet, they gotta have a, a, some something they, to deal with some you crazy don't... bugs. Yeah, we were talking about the kind of stuff that a Six Flags janitor carries around. That's nothing compared to the bug-killing <laughs> power that has to exist in every single spirit Halloween. Yeah, that or, like, that tennis racket that you can buy that zaps bugs. Mm. Uh, I guess if Devin's already in the cocoon, though, that does kind of involve, like, you would get some residual electricity if oh, you're yeah, good with but, that. you know, you know. <laughs> Not mad at it. <laughs> You're good with that. Oh, I'm good with that. That's a win-win situation for for everybody. Everyone involved. Except You're telling players. me. <laughs> You're telling me I get wrapped up in a good cozy cocoon, and I get some electro play out of it. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't want to. I I rescind that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, jeez. Yeah. I think at this point the spiders are yucked out and just retreat. <laughs> they go, I, boss. I think he's. <laughs> they go, oh, you it. made it weird. <laughs> I out kink the spiders. That's my final. That's the game plan. There you go. Yeah. All right. You made it weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made it too weird for the spiders. Um. Okay. That, that's that's. I think that's the best strategy we've come up with uh, all evening. Um, yeah, the, thank you. the the last thing isn't so much of a trinket, more of an action. Um, if you have a sassy attitude and you go up to the front desk uh, of, the, of the Spirit Halloween, <laughs> the checkout counter, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and demand to speak with the manager, uh, Sigourney Weaver just comes out and shoots you in the face. Um, <laughs> I'm good with that. Yes. I'm okay with that happening to me. I pro- if Sigourney Weaver's kicking my ass, I probably deserve it. <laughs> if I'm asking for a manager... Kill me where I stand for the Devin you know is already dead. <laughs> That's the thing is like since I've worked in retail, even like somebody behind the counter of a store or coffee shop or something could like spit in my face and throw a cup of hot coffee at yep. me and I'd still tip four dollars. <laughs> like Yeah. I could break my leg because an entire display of clothing, costumes, and Halloween trinkets fell on top of me. And if a and if a retail associate asked if I needed any help, I would say, no, thanks, I'm fine. Yeah, I'd be like, I got okay. it, I got it. I'm just looking around. Just, just browsing. <laughs> just browsing. <laughs> yeah, that's how little I that's how, how little I want to inconvenience um, right. <laughs> retail workers. No, so please. if yeah, I probably deserve that. <laughs> uh, and... I think the way that I counter that fate is just accept it. Right, yeah. And also, it's, like, kind of cool. Just put that, like, on your headstone, like, shot by Sigourney Weaver. Like, who... Yeah. <laughs> That's the story I'd be telling in the afterlife, wherever I end up. I'd be like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Pe- what, what are you in for? I shot gates. by Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. That's Peter's like at the pearly in. gates, and he says, and he says, well, it looks here like you... Uh, this would be if I got shot in the face by Sigourney Weaver. Uh, it would be like, oh, well, you did a lot of sin. There's a lot of sin here. You were gay, just tons of stuff. And then he would get to the end and he goes, oh, shot in the face by Sigourney. I'm, I'm so sorry. They didn't tell me you'd be here so fast. Please step right in. <laughs> and the gates would open. Oh, my God. That's, that's so good. Um, and that is my spirit Halloween cabin, I guess. Is, that was, it, is it in the I, I like that. It's Spirit Halloween in a. It's a Spirit uh, Halloween a, in the woods. Yeah, that's a better a strip, idea. Oh, I was gonna say Spirit Those Halloween in a strip mall, but 
I do I do like the prospect of a lone spirit Halloween in the woods because that is such a horror movie situation of like a don't do it. But mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, ah, I'm gonna go look inside. I would <laughs> I mean, too. They have that thing yeah. I was looking for. It's very Gravity <laughs> Falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the prospect of uh of the 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 monsters just being things that are in the spirit Halloween. <laughs> That yes. are already there. Yeah, it implies that every spirit Halloween is already a cabin in the woods situation. Yeah, and you just haven't picked up the right thing yet. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's just mixed. Uh, or, or, and uh, again, spirit Halloween, not your spirit Halloween, but it could be. There's no way they're mad. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> That's right. They're like, this is great. <laughs> they're good with that. Uh, if you want it, it's balls in your court. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I do. I I kind of just want to bet you it's some other locations I thought of. I tried for like a week to think of like something as creative what I just did, which was like kind of like I don't know, pretty minimal. Uh, to I really wanted to set it in a movie theater and have like the mm-hmm. the candy and stuff that you buy be the 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 trinkets like you buy like sour okay. patch kids oh. a bunch of angry like zombie sour patch kids come get you yeah um, yeah but first I they're just sour whoppers and milk duds yeah so maybe next time i'll be able to think of a good theater yeah. one another cabin yeah but i love the spirit halloween cabin i would go i would go That's back to good. the spirit halloween cabin yes. after i survived it the first time i'd be like that was a really good deal though <laughs> <laughs> i would return absolutely and um while we're talking about spirit of halloween just want to kind of remind people to check out the uh really awesome charity spirit of children that uh that they run uh raising money for children hospitals um i have a link in the show notes if people want to check it out and think about making a donation but they do stuff all year round besides october i am not paid by them i just want to spread the word on that um but <laughs> adam and Devin of the great american scream thank you so much for coming on this was so much fun yeah, thank you for having uh, us. This is an incredible experience. Yeah, this is a grand old time. <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely plan on doing some more Cabin in the Woods, uh, Build Your Own Cabin in the Woods episodes, and I think it'll be more fun. You know, get some other people in. You know, the, the more the merrier. I think that this will be a lot yeah, fun to return Sigourney to. Yeah, Weaver. Yes, absolutely. She can shoot me <laughs> in the foot right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the foot for right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, where can people find the Great American Screen podcast? You can find the Great American Screen wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Spotify and iTunes, but we're also available literally wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a service that's a podcast service and we're not on it, DM me on Twitter because I'll I'll put us on there. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to follow us, uh, we're we're on Facebook at the Great American Scream, but we're also on Twitter and Instagram. We're really only active on Twitter, so go follow us on Twitter at Great Scream Pod, um, and we post new episodes. Uh, there's also we also have Patreon if you are interested, where uh, you can get your episodes a day early and a bunch of other cool stuff, uh, live streams, Q and A's. You can vote on episode topics. Uh, it's Patreon.com/slash We're Great Scream Pod on most platforms. Patreon.com/slash Great Scream Pod at Great Scream Pod on Twitter. <laughs> you can check us out there. Yes, and I will be sure to put a link in the show notes to your show on Spotify. So everyone, just swipe over there if you're interested. I would start with their History of Halloween episode. I really liked it. Uh, <laughs> I would also start with it's their History of Halloween one. episode. <laughs> yes. uh, well, thank you again, Adam and Devin, and thank you everybody for listening. And lastly, thank you, Katie, for your suggestion for this episode. It was a ton of fun. Katie, MVP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.